Radio Newark, the home of Radio Newark Sport. Weeknights from 7. Radio Newark Sport. Brought to you with Smith's Timber Merchants. For all your fencing, decking and DIY needs on Appleton Gate, Newark. Visit smithstimber.co.uk. Tonight, Todd Cawthorn updates us on what's next at the Sports Village. Not Fast Dave talks about the Ponton Plod. And we go live to Pitchside Dave back at the Sports Village. It's all about the YMCA tonight. I'm Mick Bradley, he's Tony Smith, and on FM and DAB, this is Radio New at Sports. And Newark Golf Club retained the Oldham Cup with a 6-2 victory in their annual encounter with Seacroft. The pick of the Striders outings at the weekend goes to Stacey Atkins, who completed the 10k Wild Wine Run near Loughborough. Knowing Stacey, I'm surprised she actually completed the 10k if there's wine involved, but there you go. Balf Motorsport ended the 2019 British GT Championship in the best possible way by taking a dominant overall victory at Donington Park giving their new McLaren GT3 its first UK success. A week of mixed fortunes for our tennis clubs. The mixed team losing, the mixed first team first losing to tabletoppers Keyworth in front of the sport cameras before regaining their composure away from the cameras to put Mansfield to the sword in their own backyard. The seconds also had a bad time of it though. They lost at Woolerton. Jess Oldham's four goals for Newark Town ladies in their drawn match against Nottingham Forest development was a highlight of their weekend. And what a highlight. Four goals against Forest. Shut up, Tony. In round one of the Central Cyclocross League at the Central Midlands, Milton Keynes Bowl on Sunday, Zoe Codd, now racing for Nottingham Clarion Cycling Club, finished third in the FV. That's veteran, but she's not a veteran. Category and seventh overall in the women's race. And finally, let's get back to the Sports Village. Don't forget there's a massive football match there tonight. Newark Town, top of the table. Take on Harworth Colliery. 100% record. And on Town's heels, the big two meeting at quarter to eight. Tony and I are shooting us straight down there. We've got pitch side Dave there. It's the big match of the night. Forget the Champions League. But we're going to get straight on. No time for Mr Smith. I'm going to bring Tony into it a little bit later on because Todd's got to rush off um, at... uh, We're going to keep him here till about half past seven, but he's got his family to go and see. He's got to go all the way to Sheffield. So, Todd, we do thank you for for popping in. It's been a long day and we make it even even longer. But uh, isn't it brilliant that all eyes are on the YMCA Sports Village tonight? Yes, Mick. It's it's really great that this is happening... You know, it, it was the aspiration to have Newark Town Football Club back in the town. I've worked really hard uh, with all of their key people, uh, including Dave Roberts, who's been really, really helpful uh, throughout the whole time we've been working in partnership with them. And to see how well they've started the season is great. Uh, we've got a lot of teams there, actually. Uh, had some some stats so we've got 88 different groups now who are using the uh the community village and the the football sorry on the football side and it's it's just great to see so many different groups so we've got uh female sessions going on we've got some ymca sessions which i'd like to talk about a little bit later 
uh, not just football, but, but other things as well for the local community to get involved in. So things are starting to move, and it's a really exciting time. Obviously tonight, an, an amazing night because of Newark Town starting the season so well and playing a team at the top of the table. Uh, every, I've just come from there. Everybody's really excited. There's a, there's a real buzz about the place. There's people asking where the nearest pub is so it's uh <laughs> it's, uh, it's all kicking off that's what you need there now <laughs> um, <laughs> just, just we'll, we'll stick with with the new york town and, and and football they've got a cracking team together and it does look like on paper they are going to push for step six and they could get step six which entails more work and i assume you're working with tan with the and with the knots fa and with all the relevant bodies you're not that far off what's needed to put in place between you. No, we're not. And we have, we've had a meeting a couple of weeks ago with, uh, with Newark Town, Dave and, and Paul and Paul as well. We are working in partnership together. Uh, I think over the last couple of days, there's, there's been some de- more developments and there's, there's more things happening all the time. I think hopefully everyone just has a bit of patience and... I think that the the main thing about it is is that we're working together. Uh, the club is is going to lead on some of it. The YMCA is going to lead on some of it. We're going to work together and 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 jointly lead on on other parts of it. But you know, the, there's nothing that we can see that's insurmountable. I'm speaking to the Football Foundation, who have invested very heavily into the facility. I spoke to them over the last couple of days. I've spoken to the Nottinghamshire FA over the last few days. And I think that there's, you know, there's, there's every, it's, every, real, it's really exciting. Wants, everything's every, positive. Yeah, yeah. You know, everything's positive and everybody's positive. So I just want, I just want it to stay that way. And I don't want there to be any, anything being said, uh, you know, around corners or in, in dark alleyways that, that it's not going to happen or, or things like that. That's so negative And we, we just don't want to hear that. So we're going to keep everything positive and, we're, we're all working really hard to make sure that it happens. Well, I think, um, going back to Tony's classic comment, which um, is sort of one of those that's sort of gone down forever, I'll believe it when I see it, which was taken out of context, but we are seeing it. Mm. Uh, and we know it's it's happening because you, you, you don't go as far as you've got. And that's why I want to just go 50 yards from the football now. I've been down over the summer at a couple of the athletics Meetings and to see Newark AC officials and Newark AC athletes with a beam on their face from ear to ear, um, I it's just I just sat back and almost cried mm. because those kids and those officials at Newark AC who have worked so hard with nothing for years, they think they've won the lottery, and striders are down there and not faster down there, and the tri club are down there. And everybody is using that running track. And every single person I've talked to, without exception, tell me how brilliant it is. Yeah, I mean, we've got over 20 groups, different groups, using the athletics track. And I think we're just really not even getting started yet. We haven't really scratched the surface with, with what we can do. And we've, we've our, our sport development officer, uh, who's Liz Robertson, who started uh, about three months ago, uh, is working with all of the clubs to to make sure that we can get more programming on there. It's just really exciting. I mean, Don Evans talk about positivity and talk about somebody who 
has just backed the YMCA and, and been there from, from the beginning, from the word go. No, nothing negative has ever come out of his mouth. And we actually had a really positive meeting a couple of weeks ago with the Nottinghamshire Amateur Athletics Association. Say that two, yes. or, two or three times fast. <laughs> and they call it the Knots 3A for short. And there's really some really exciting developments and some events that we're talking about having there probably next year, which could bring a lot of notoriety to Newark and actually probably get some national coverage as well. So there's some exciting stuff happening, uh, not only just with the football, but as you so rightly pointed out with the athletics uh, as well. I'm probably m- more excited on, on the athletic side of it because it's, it's just... Oh, I, I, I never thought I'd see it. And you know, uh, was it the county javelin training or something? There was the other night. You know, I knew it. The county javelin training. Come on, it's. Mm. But going back to the football and a great friend of this shows, and I know he's, he's he works very closely with you, and he is going sailing, and yes. you're not going sailing. Uh, <laughs> tell, tell me a little bit about why everybody <laughs> is going sailing, but more to the point, tell me why the boss isn't. Well, I'm I'm not the big boss because I the the both the big bosses, uh, Will Wakefield, our CEO, and Craig Barons, our COO, have both been sailing. I do not deal well on boats, uh, <laughs> not at all. I, I have uh, chronic motion sickness, and basically, I would have spent the whole week in the toilet, the head, I guess, as you call it. <laughs> it takes a brave man to uh, say no. Then <laughs> I'll give I, you that. Yeah, and yeah. I, d- I did say no, and it 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 was not easy to say no, and and I'm not. I'm not in a good place as as a result of that. I can tell you that. I've got to win back some uh, some brownie points somehow. Um, but yeah, I mean the 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 tall ships adventure, which is going on right now, uh, revolves around YMCA Newark and Sherwood. It's a sailing trip that's going all the way around the UK. There's eight legs, as you said. Um, uh, Gary from RHP uh, Football Club is going to be on one of those legs. Uh, Craig has been on. This is Craig's second leg, actually, that he's on this week. He was on the first leg as well. And he'll be sailing up to Greenock, I think, which is in Scotland. I'm not sure if you say that the right way or how, Greenock, but or how, a, how yeah, a Scottish person on, would say he's got, it. He's going up on the West Coast. My Scottish uh, accent is, is poor to, to terrible, so I will not even attempt that. Um, so far, we've had children from Magnus, uh, CUV Academy on board. We've had some young service users from the YMCA. We've had some local community volunteers from Newark. Uh, right now, uh, the Liverpool to Greenock, as you say, is a group of CEOs. <laughs> local yeah. Greenock. Uh, local CEOs and, and business representatives. Uh, it's all for the YMCA Community and Activity Village, raising money, 100% not-for-profit, operated by our charity. Uh, we're really grateful to all the local volunteers who fundraised for us. Uh, I ran into former chairman of Newark Town over at the village just now, Ian, um, is it Mackay? Mackay, yeah. And he he was actually just bubbling about raising money for the YMCA, which was really great to see. He said his some of his colleagues around Newark are doing it. Um, we were up in the sort of thirty thousand mark, I think, with regards to money so far uh, for leg four. So so it's going to be you know it's going to keep going upwards and onwards. But uh, it's amazing, you know. The build, while, while we're talking about the village, the building, uh, which was due next year, we're, we're still raising funds for that. 
that's been pushed forward now. So the date for that is going to be uh, May 2021. Uh, so therefore, the temporary sort of village and the temporary changing will be around for for another season. Uh, you know, for the football clubs, but. Uh, I think it's it's gave us a bit of breathing space. We have a contractor already. We're working closely with them to make sure that everything gets started in March of next year. So yeah, it's there, there's so much going on. I can't even half an hour is just not even close to being able to cover. You could it. stay longer. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have the family to explain it to. But uh, and I know Damo Parkson, the New York Town manager, is also on the same leg from Inverness to Grimsley. Is it? That's um, right. I did yeah. try and explain to Gary it was the roughest leg of them all. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but there again, I, I'm, I mean, talking to, to Gary Atwood, and, and, and there's that old RHP who used to basically play for nothing on their piece of grass, and now they're obviously paying to play football, but they're beaming as well. But playing on that big pitch, and I go and watch Gary's team on a regular basis, the youngsters which have grown up are growing up with it they play some lovely football mm. it, it, yeah it, it does it it's true yeah i think i think there's there's something about the facility i think and, and gary's told us how every, everybody's buzzing how the club is is really enjoying it they're growing uh, as a as a club they've got new teams they're attracting a lot of new players and and other clubs you know even the smaller clubs are when when we put out the uh the call to uh to arms for uh for the, for the new season we were inundated with with bookings and you know pretty much full during the week now in the evenings and and there's a lot as i said to you before there's a there's a lot of of interest there's a lot of local clubs and newark town has grown as well uh since last year so they're they're using the facility more than they did last year. Um, while while we're talking about the different sports, I just I just want to mention that there's a lot of work being done in the background with regards to the cycle track as well and British cycling. So there's going to be some uh, consultation coming up with regards to that, and all the clubs are going to be involved. So we're we're leading on that as well. There's the skate park. We've done some comp- uh, consultations on that as well. There's a lot of positive uh, possibilities for funding uh, with regards to that as well. So the other facilities on on the site, um, also the multi-use games areas as well. We've had some positive uh, feed come back from some some funding that we've applied for to get those started. Uh, there's there's also conversations going on with the tennis club still, uh, but I think that they have. Uh, the, they're at their facility at the moment. I don't want to talk too much about it because I'm not, I've been dealing with them a great deal, but I did want to mention that there are conversations going on with them. Uh, and so every, every club and every sport that, that's meant to be at that village and that's included in the plan is being liaised with on a, on a regular basis. I'm enjoying all this good news, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it is absolutely fantastic and it, and it is all positive news but um, I, I was just thinking that I go down to the uh, YMCA facility twice a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays to see Flo's training I'm not sure whether I enjoy the, what, seeing the training <coughs> or seeing the floodlit athletics facilities on, on the way down to training. It's, it's just quality. That does it for me. I, go, I turn up for the football training and spend my time talking to the athletes. <laughs> 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 when, when, when 
you've started, you also said the YMCA was going to try and integrate, um, shall we say, kids and not clubs, um, if you get where I'm coming from, and, and you're going to put on, on sessions where individuals could turn up and do things. And That's right. Um, I've, I've listened to the adverts. Um, and oh, yeah. exactly what you're doing. Yeah, so, I mean, there are various things that are going on in the in the town anyway. I mean, I operationally manage the Children, Youth, and Families Department. So, at the moment, we we have our child care site, which is at John Hunt Primary School. We're currently talking to a couple of other local schools about the possibility of, of starting YMCA child care there. So, watch this space. We have been running our activity camp at various times in the school holidays. We had a couple of weeks where we actually had a, a decent amount of kids show up, and then we had a couple of weeks where we, we didn't get that much interest. So it has been a little bit hit or miss, but I will give that a plug and say that we will be running that for a week in the October uh, school holidays. I believe it's the the second week of the October holidays we'll be I running that. that's one of those things, Todd, knowing Newark as well as Tony and I know Newark. It will build. Yes, in, it, in it needs it, time. People, yeah. when it's something new and somewhere new to go, people want to look first in, in mm. this town. But once they know what it's all about, then you'll be, you'll have too many. Yeah. Oh, that would be nice. I mean, too many is, is never too many at, at, <laughs> at camp. And, and I mentioned Liz earlier. Liz's job is to develop the, the site, develop programming for the site, there are various things that are starting up. So we've got some Wildcats, which is a uh, female football girls age 5 to 11 years. We've got Walk This Way, which is women's walking football. Uh, we've got some uh, the possibility for some Pushy Parents, uh, which is a, a six-week block. Uh, there's some pay and play, like football, potentially uh, some touch rugby, maybe. Uh, which we're, we're looking at. These are all kind of to be confirmed, but but things that we're looking at. A Pushy Parents Running Club as well. well, well I've got a... What is Pushy... <laughs> <laughs> you know what's coming. What? Pushy Parents. So it's... it's used to it's, being pushed. It's, it's open for parents who want to get back into fitness or just start when right. you know, after being out for a long time. So it's it's kind of like that back to, you know, yeah. kind of kind okay. of thing oh, for, for people. Brilliant. So so if you've been out of, you know, if you used to do something, you've been out of it for a while, I think the Sport England's directive, and we're working with Sport England on trying to secure more funny, more money, sorry, for, for the site, for various things, and also for the building. And in order to do that, you have to know Sport England strategies. And the strategies is, the strategies are, sorry, in, in a nutshell, is to get people who are inactive to get them active and to get people who used to be active and who have lapsed to get them back to doing something that they that they want to do. So th- those are a huge priority for them, right? It used to be, quote-unquote, participation. So it was all about how many people could you get to your session. How, and, and actually, you could run multiple <coughs> sessions over a week and unbeknownst to them you could probably get a lot of the same people at those sessions and look like your sessions were doing amazing when actually it's probably the same 25 people now it's about the inactive to active and the other thing that that fits in well with that and the and the priorities is and our strategic priorities of ymca is you know we we want to see uh people we we want to put ourselves ultimately out of business so we want to provide enough programming and enough positive 
things for children and families to do when the kids are young so that when they get older, they don't have to come and use our hostels and they don't end up on the street and they don't end up uh, you know, involved with drugs or, or in, in some sort of way socially that we have to that we have to get involved with them at a later stage. We want we want to intervene at a young at a young uh, stage to to do all that work. Brilliant, I'm brilliant. Um, I sound like I know what I'm talking about, don't I? You always know what you're talking about. You're not very good with your Scottish charms, but um, we had um, you can do sporting last week. Oh, um, fantastic! They tell yeah. me that they're they're using your they are your yeah. facilities as well. I, I, what I like there is two organisations working together. Yeah, I mean they're they're great. Talk about tireless effort and talk about just uh, constantly looking for ways to improve and ways to make themselves better. And we've worked with them from the very beginning. They've been based at our site. They train there. Uh, their coaches feel really at home there, and they play their games there. Uh, it's you know it's 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 really nice for them so you know fantastic natalia kate just great people really good to work with there is a really lot, enthusiastic a lot of people like natalia i'm i'm, I'm when i was at the sports village the other night i met it with an old friend becky dobb i'd love to see that becky's who, work, who works for us that yeah. becky is involved yeah. because um becky's enthusiasm oh yeah carries yeah. people through um so it's lovely that these sort of people are all pushing the same goal and that goal is to improve tony and i talked last night on on this show it was just the two of us last night on how well newark sport is doing at the moment um the clubs are buoyant everything in the garden is rosy and on the back of everything in the garden being rosy probably nine out of ten times it tends to come back to the ymca sports village well, I think it's nice that you say that. I think if, if Craig were here, and I think if, from a YMCA perspective, what we, would, what we would say, the mantra we would use is community facilities. So inspiring children, getting them fit, getting them active, getting them, you know, making sure that, we're, that the, there's something there for them to stay healthy with, but not just children people of all ages as well i think you can see there from the programs that i'm talking about we want to get there's things there for for older people in the walking uh football genre there's things for for younger children and there's actually been something i I read an email today uh sport england are now making some of their funding available for programs to uh engage children down to the age of five which is unprecedented because Sport England always said that they would never go below the age of 16 because that was when they effectively uh, took over from the U-Sport Trust, which it used to be heavily funded as well, which is less so these days, that the U-Sport Trust was in charge of sport when the children were younger and then Sport England was in charge of, of sport. And, and I think you can feel this kind of wave as well towards the word activity as opposed to sport. And, you know, one of the reasons why we included that word in the, the name of our village is because that's what we want people to be. It's not just about sport. It's just about being active as well. And the, and the more active that we can get Newark the, and help to get Newark, the better. Because there's also the, the, the social mobility side of things as well, which I'm sure you know Newark ranks very, very low um, towards the very bottom on the social mobility scale. So in the building, it's about creating opportunities for young people to aspire 
and that could be aspire on the football pitch or the athletics track, but it could also be to aspire in the uh, catering kitchen or in the childcare site. Or right now we're talking to a lot of different uh, educational institutions about being involved in the building. Uh, everybody from Nottingham Trent, uh, Newark College. Uh, we're, t- we're you know we're having conversations with the NHS at the moment. Magnus Academy are one of our our definite friends. Uh, the amount of uh, involvement they've had with, with us and and Anna the the head there is amazing. Uh, so yeah, all, all good stuff. All yeah, stuff that we, we want to keep positive. I, I mean, to clarify them, because they'll say, oh, that's just Mick Bradley going off on one again. When I say nine out of ten times, it comes back to the sports surge. Flows, they've trained there twice a week. They use those facilities. They don't play the games there, but they, they use those facilities. The rugby club, maybe not yet, but with what is potentially happening at the Magnus, what is potentially happening with you promoting rugby, beginning to smoke rugby, that all gels in all the athletics clubs the cycling club and the tennis club are in conversations and they can see what the athletic club could see a few years ago they Mm. can see it now they can see a future Mm. for their club and that's what i actually meant when i said nine out of ten yeah i mean i'll believe it when i see it mate (laughs) (laughs) well i remember todd shooting you last time on that comment (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, seriously, I mean, it is fantastic what what, what, what is happening. And uh, we, we spoke at length last night about the success that Newark Sport is enjoying these days. And as you say... I think it's on the back of that, you know. It, it, I, I it, really do. Having spent the day thinking about our conversations, mm. it it generally comes back to somewhere yeah, yeah. the YMCA's input. They're that sort of focal point of the hub that sort of, you know, allows all this... And, you know, it took somebody from out of this town to come into the town to make it happen, and that's one of your comments. Yeah, I mean, I always maintain that to really fall in love with Newark, you have to come from outside Newark, and and it it, it does take some... Sometimes it does take somebody from outside the town to realise the potential of it, and make it possible for the people who, uh, who, who live here. Uh, well, the other thing that I would add to that is the the leisure facility that active for today, which is which is huge. I mean, the development in this and the amount of time that that has been in existence for the amount of members and the amount of people that get into that place. I mean, it's, it's the whole the whole area with with the village and the leisure center is a madhouse. Just just every single night, <laughs> and you know we 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 have worked uh with uh alexis and andy and and martin uh all along the way making sure that we're running things to complement what they're running and you know we 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 make sure that because the more stuff that we both do the better it is for for the whole town as well so that i don't i don't want to leave them out because they've their membership is as soared and you know the more members they've got in theory the more people are, are getting fit and getting active at the leisure center as well it's um as i say there's a lot of good people very good people working so hard to to get us sports people something that we can be proud of todd it's half past seven you've got a young family and you've got to ride back to sheffield so yeah i'm dropping my son up well, my sec my my middle child is leaving for university on friday so it's his it's his uh, last meal tonight with us. So. Right. Um, <laughs> in that case, I'm going to throw you out. <laughs> that's where you need to be. Uh, 
come back and see us. Yeah, any, I'd like to come back in a couple of months if couple that's all right. Time, no okay. We'll have you in here before Christmas. Yeah, thank you very yeah. much for having me. Blue much it. appreciated. Todd Cawthorn, the YMCA Sports Village. Thank you so much for coming in and uh, go and have that uh, last uh, last family meal before before university. Oh dear, times are a changing. Well, it was fantastic to hear from Todd there, and all very positive, and I'll chat to Tony about it in a couple of minutes' time. But first of all, ten minutes late, but we are we're getting back on track. Uh, it's not fast, Dave, and uh, we were pontum plodding last night with Striders, and I think we're probably going to be pontum plodding again. T- see, I can say it, Tony. Pontum plodding again tonight with Dave. Dave, hello, mate. How are you? Hello, mate. I'm very good, thanks. Yourself? Yes, good's good. What have you been up to? Well, well I know what you've you- been up to. You've been sunning yourself. I've been some well, yeah, I've been some myself. I'm not going to lie about that. Um, yeah, we have been pont and plodding quite a few things over on the uh, last weekend. Uh, start off with park runs. We had 37 club members over five different park runs. Some standout PBs: Alexander Comby, Kathy Clark, Mark Hawkins, Peter Brown, and Alison Greenwood all got park run PBs. Now going into the competitive races. Sue and Steve Needham, they were at the Richmond running weekend at Kew Gardens down south. Uh, they both ran the 10K on Saturday in 1 hour 15.07. And then they followed up with a cheeky little half marathon on Sunday. Steve completing in 2 hours 12.45 and Sue in 2 hours 38.09. Uh, also at Kew Gardens was Maria Brambles, who was running with her son, she completed the 10K, obtaining a new personal best in 55 minutes 57. Uh, Leon Leong was in Mansfield for the Mansfield 5K. He did that in 32.26. Mark Hawkins completed the 10K in Mansfield in 1 hour 20.23. Now, that's a good standout from Mark. That's his second personal best of the weekend. Um, Kim Etherington Bates, she completed the call. Abbey 10K in 52.17. And we had two members in Cleethorpes for the Cleethorpes Half Marathon. Stoke Chase in 1 hour 55.12 and Barry Wood in 1 hour 58.55, which was a personal best for Barry. Now, as you mentioned, the Pontum Plod, we had a lot of plodding going on. Uh, as you probably know, it's a it's a various distance race, 27 miles, 17 mile, or 12 mile, and that's from Great Ponton in Grantham. Not fast, have quite a good involvement with the Ponton plot, be it setting up volunteering or running. Now, just I'm going to summarise some of the, the, the results here. Um, we had two, four, six members doing the 12 mile. Jane Weeway, Alex Comby, Annette Taylor, Peter Brown, Faye Hemingway, and Angela Brown. Quite a few more members doing the 17-mile, and then we had four members doing the 27-mile. Simon Locke, Chris Redhead, Breeze Rollins, and Jim Lover. A couple of standouts I want to mention, um, if I can make. Chris Redhead, that was his first marathon. Um, obviously, Anne Moy did the 27-mile, so well done, Chris. Simon Locke, he was fourth back overall doing the 27-mile, so fantastic running from him. Annette Taylor, she got a course PB. And for Alison Greenwood, that was her longest ever run. Um, so, yeah, some really good results over the last week, Mix. Really personal, really good personal best. And now we're getting to the back of the swing of the autumn running season. And I know what's coming up on at the weekend. You do, yeah. So the uh, Equinox Beaver Equinox 24. 
No, I've had a quick look at the uh, starting lists for it. I think NotFast have got something along the lines of 20 solo runners um, this weekend. So I'm expecting next week to be a, a fun report filled with some fantastic achievements. And having 20 club members doing solo runs at one um, one 24-hour race is, is fa- absolutely fantastic. Uh, and we, we, we need the um, full wine and cake report. You will have the full wine and cake report. I'm doing the nighttime 10K, um, so I'll give you first-hand um, report of exactly how that wine and cake was. Excellent. Dave, thank you so much. Enjoy. Enjoy. It's supposed to be a cracking weekend weather-wise, isn't it? Fingers crossed. Fingers, Fingers crossed. crossed. Fingers crossed. Enjoy. Tell us all Lovely. about it next week and don't eat too much cake. I'll try. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Bye-bye. Thanks. Cheers. Dave Farger there, or as we like to call him, Not Fast. Dave, this is Radio Newt Sport with our friends at Smith's Timber. And as I keep saying, keep your eyes open as we venture into the world of Instagram. Um, all the action as it happens. I've had about three lessons so far and I'm still none the wiser, but I will get there. MB Sport will it Instagram sometime <laughs> in the very near future. Um, Tottenham was two up after 30 minutes at Olympiacos. 83 minutes played and it's 2-2. Well done, Tottenham. Playing against a team that's about equivalent to Lincoln. Um, <laughs> You're not going to Grace Fioraldi's then? No. <laughs> um, let's start with Todd Crawford and let's start with the YMCA Sports Village and get your thoughts because what you said probably got lost in, in English american translation in the first place and when it was explained it was a little bit better it was a bit of sort of english cynicism shall we say um but we've moved a long way from then haven't we yeah but unfortunately right at the start todd said something um that i i I rather lost my concentration during the 30 minutes that he was here because i was concentrating on his early remark when he said the the place is buzzing down at the way down at the YMCA village, but ahead of tonight's match, and people are asking where the nearest pub is. And I've been thinking, you know, over the last thirty minutes, where is the nearest pub? Which would you really go to? You know, <laughs> which would be the nearest pub these days? Well, I'm glad you get your priorities right. <laughs> you know, because you know, it, it's, it's 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 a very decent question. Unbelievable. But but, but anyway, um, aside... So here's me eulogising about the athletics <laughs> and the football and what's to come, and you're working out where the nearest pub is. The first time that Todd came in uh, with one of his YMCA cronies, I, w- I was very, very disappointed, because I expected uh, at least one of them to be dressed as a Red Indian, but I'd, I'd got completely the wrong stick, end of stick with YMCA. Not for the first time. <laughs> but... <coughs> Um, the first time they came in, I was very cynical because I was a regular in the shed at RHP, looking out the window and seeing absolutely nothing, nothing being done over not a <coughs> period of days or weeks or even months. But I mean, the year was coming to December and then moving on to the next year and this story about oh, this is the last time we'll play cricket here or last time we'll play football here and you know it was it was understandable the amount of time that was taken for that cynicism to build but what I was saying while Todd was here about the fact that Tuesday and Thursday night I go down there after the radio show and it is superb to park up there 
and see the throng of people taking place in that behind that massive glass window in the sports centre, then to walk past, you know, Crystal Palace Sports Stadium for the athletics, and then to turn the corner and see some of the top footballers that I've ever seen going through the paces under the floodlights on an all-weather pitch. It is just... It takes your breath away every single time. And it does when it's a, it's a nice... A nice evening, but under the floodlights, wow, it just blows your mind. I never thought I'd see it, honestly, didn't. Well done, Todd Cawthorn, well done, YMCA, and mm. uh, let's keep up the good work. And, um, you know, when it's when it is all finished, yeah. it, it's going to be se- second to none. So, so, what would be the nearest pub then? Well, I've got no idea. I don't do. I'm, I don't do pubs. It depends which way you go. I reckon it's either the Springhouse oh, or Oscar's. Unbelievable. <laughs> um, serious note. Um, anybody listening last night knows that Nina Bradley didn't mm. um, appear on the show, and we was a little bit worried. She's had an awful year, um, a shocking year. Um, I spoke to Nina last night. Um, she got called into work and. Quite frankly, well, everything that she's got on her mind at the moment, um, we went out of her mind, so to speak. Um, and she's absolutely gutted, and that's upset her as well. Nina, don't be upset. Um, we'll try again in October. Um, she's desperate to come in and tell a story. Oh. And um, I've put a date at the side at the beginning of October, and Nina hopefully is going to come in and see us. Mm. But the main thing is, she's okay. She's good. And uh, that's uh, quite frankly all I'm bothered about. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but we did say last night when we talked about um, sport, um, I was going to let you lay loose for five minutes on on cricket because last night we decided that flow serve was 10 out of 10. We decided that the rugby club was 10 out of 10, the Newark Town was 10 out of 10 football club and the Athletic Club was 10 out of 10 and the garden was rosy. So where are we on our four cricket teams? The cricket is very, very... Uh, in a very very strong position and um, I've always been an RHP man and so Bolton were our deadly rivals so as much as it irks me to uh, be complimentary to Bolton what a wicket they've got that is you know basically on a dog walking park it is just an absolutely incredible wicket they've got a great bunch of guys down there now and girls and girls before you get shot when I say guys these days yeah I know it it, it does tend to sort of cover the vast spectrum because you know when you've got people like Eden Tranter you know down there then you know topping the averages for for, for her you know bowling in her league as a a mere woman against all those men I mean if anybody ever described Eden as a mere woman they would be quite right <laughs> I was going to say how does your back feel <laughs> <laughs> I know the trancers very well they know I've got tongue in cheek firmly there but I mean it's, it's, it's in a fantastic condition Collingham is always going to be Collingham I mean while the pipes are down there Collingham's going to be in a good good old state Fondon are really getting their act together and it's great to hear Jaffa talking about the endeavours that are being done with the youth setup as well and, and, and but I mean I am so honoured to be part of Newark R&M because of the fact that I was the first person to be able to call play on the new pitch and hopefully that will be there 
for the same length of time as the uh, the main pitch at at, uh, at uh, Callum Road, which has been there since 1795. Was she the first person to call play on that? I thought would imagine to do at Preston. <laughs> <laughs> harsh, maybe true. Uh, harsh but fair. But harsh, yes. Um, <laughs> next year in Division D, and we, we really need to get. Um, I'm not disrespecting Farnham, I think they're quite happy if promotion comes or take it. But they're quite happy to have a, an afternoon's social cricket. Mm. I think Newark was one match away from promotion. It's promotion push next season. New Newark, Newark need to go yeah. up another division, don't N they? Newark were always the town's cricket team. Yeah. And uh, by the sheer nature of their name, you know, they flew the flag for the town. And... Um, the fact that come the end of the season there were 13 runs away from promotion is a, was a bitter pill to take. But as I said, I went and sat in the dressing room with a beer with the lads and said, don't be disappointed because rather than get, you know, an occasional battering next season in Division C, it's far more important that we have another solid season and win promotion in style in Division but D. You know, you've got Flintham just up the road mm -hmm. you've got Southall Newark against Southall again it's a shame it's in Division D but it's still the fact that it's Newark against Southall yeah um, always a cracking game and I am told and we must get Gary Edgington back because I am told there are plans afoot to have a Premier League Division 1 yeah I've heard um, about that which means you're looking at the top 4 in Division A possibly going into the this new Premier League so that is something for Collingham and Bolton, who are most mm -hmm. capable, and I do hear now there's rumours that the two professionals, Bubbly and Mohammed, could well be on the way back next season. And I thought Mohammed had his last season, but I'm now told they're working on it. That that is very good news because I mean I never actually got to saw him to get. I never actually got to see him because of my. Because you was potting in Plonton, wasn't you? <laughs> <laughs> but because of my own um, football. And very fleeting cricket commitments. Obviously, I never got the chance to go see anybody else. But, it is, um, it, it, it is, and will remain one of the highlights of the sporting summer to see yeah, that man I mean, I, I, in full flow. I can only go on, on what you've told me about him, but if he's half as good as that, my goodness me, what a cricketer he must be! Right, um, we're going to see if we can get hold of um, our very own pitch side, Davey. He is down at the Sports Village, and we're going to get some some team news in the first two or three minutes of the Newark Town game, but uh, I guess they're all going to be busy, so we're on a bit of a limb on this one, but we'll give it a go. I told you it was all about the Sports Village tonight, and that's where we're going now, live to um, our very own pitch side, Dave. Um, Newark Town versus Harworth, the match of the week, really, so just about have kicked off a couple of minutes ago. Dave, are you, uh, are you with us? Yeah, hello, Mick. They're just uh, just uh, shaking in the middle of the pitch at the moment. Just about to kick off, so uh, right. you find that perfectly. Let's let's start with um, what sort of crowd have you got there? Well, I, I would estimate they're still coming in. I would think there's going to be um, probably around 150, something like that. At least it's on a par with the game against Spalding. Good, excellent. Uh, it's, uh, there are some ground hoppers in. A couple from Preston, yeah. two from London, one from Plymouth. So they've come ahead. <laughs> of course, it's a new ground for them, isn't it? Yes, yes. All the way from and Plymouth to watch Newark Town yeah. against Alworth at the Sports Village. I know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's commitment to your hobby. 
Yeah, so the visitors are just kick it, about to kick off now. Certainly <laughs> sounds as though it should be committed. What sort of team yeah. have Newark got out tonight? <laughs> I know he had to make four or five changes at the weekend. Um, what's he got out tonight, Dave? Right, uh, starting Nathan Burrows in goal. Uh, two, three and four across the back is Aaron Martin, Sam Wilford, Luke Parsons. Then we've got James Evans, Ben Castell, Reese Lewis, Stephen Carty. Lewis Chambers is in at nine. Then we've got Craig Bridges, captain tonight. Number ten is George Asplin. Sorry, 11's uh, George Aspin. Then on the bench, Matty Stevens, Ricky North, Tyler Martin, Jack Durkin, and Kieran Job. And uh, he have just repelled the first attack of the game. I'll put down the pitch from Nathan. That, that sounds like very close to his strongest team. I think so. They, they, they take, for obvious reasons, we're taking this one seriously. It's probably the sternest test of the season. I mean, to be honest with you, now that Clay Cross aren't in this league, I would have put Har- Harwick in as the strongest. I mean, leagues are not won in in September. We know that, and you know whatever happens tonight is not the be all and end all for for either of the two teams. But I think from Newark's point of view, Dave, it is when the Newark public, without a distraction of flow serve, can have a look at them, and yes. when people like yourself can just gauge how good they are. Yeah, I mean they. You know, you know we, you, you've been down the thick and thin with me in the previous years at Collingham. We've, we've just sort of watched it get worse and worse. Um, but they're holding their own. They, they don't look at all um, rushed. They're, you know, they're, they're playing with composure. And uh, I think the teams are fearing coming here now. And that's how. We, and that is how we. Uh, and that's how we want it to be, isn't it? So, what's your prediction Absolutely. for the night? Um, because I we all do these sort of things, as you know. Yes, I, I know. I know. I've not done too well. I think it's going to be pound three two. Pound three two. Well, well. Yeah. Tony and I will be with you in about twenty minutes' time. Yeah, we've got the we've got the police on guard to stop you getting in. But, uh, <laughs> 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 Tony's even got a Newark Town coat, which really does, if nothing else, prove how fickle he is. Is he really? Yeah. <laughs> I've got an Az Lockton one lined up for him when they win on Saturday, so yeah, uh, <laughs> he, he can wear that with pride at his next game. <laughs> <laughs> so you see Az Lockton do extra, extra large as well? Uh, no, but they'll just use the covers off the old cricket pitch. <laughs> <laughs> Good man. <laughs> Dave, we'll see you very soon. Best of luck to Newark Town, and if you still listen to this programme and you're not at the Sports Village, get yourself down to the Sports Village because yeah, you're in for a cracking football a match. It is. We'll see you in a few minutes. Cheers, guys. Cheers, bye-bye. Thanks, bye. Pitch side Dave there at uh, at the Sports Vision. We said 150, so they're still coming in, so probably somewhere around about 200, which, you know, for a Step 7 match... Yeah, brilliant. ...is a, is a brilliant crowd. <laughs> as, as People will watch football. They know... Yeah, I think you've got a... You come in with a stat already tonight about Ipswich Town's away support la- last night. <laughs> but what we didn't get time to say, because 7 o'clock come round, is that... It doesn't really matter if you're Notts County, Ipswich Town, Newark Town. If you're successful, people yeah. will come and watch. Well, I mean, the stat was that last night, 3,600 uh, Ipswich Town fans went to the match at MK Dons. You know, sort of 3,600 from Suffolk to MK Dons on a Tuesday night, on a school night. Absolutely incredible. And the entire away support for the rest of that league put together was 3,601. So, I mean, that, that shows what fantastic support it's which town have, have, have got. But and, that, and, and that's a club in a complete mess. It, it is, but they're clearly on the way back. Yes. 
and um, <coughs> Newark football has never really been anywhere with due respects to Newark Town of old in the old Midland League um, that played the games I suppose you're most successful uh, you know I, I know Newark will shout about this but I would argue probably the most successful Saturday team was around some miles in the olden days yeah I, I mean Ransom and Miles used to get crowds of 2,000 at Elm Avenue. Yeah. That went through the old turnstiles, sat in the three stands there. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, you, you've... The, the saddest thing, you know, I mean, every, we've raved tonight about the YMCA, but it's built on a fantastic old stadium. Yeah. And there's not even a hump behind the goal to look at anymore. Which is, which is very, very sad to sort of a great traditionalist like myself. Uh, but is that another posh word for being old-fashioned? <coughs> yes, bit old gits, basically. Yeah. 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 But I mean, <coughs> I'll go with that. The, 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 what is being done at FlowServe at the minute is cr quite remarkable. But the amount that are coming through that turnstile, the amount of people that are coming through that turnstile to witness the event, but just takes your breath I've, away. I've always said it, and as you know, I'm always right because I've got the I've, I've got the faders. Um, people will watch football in Newark if you can put on something that I is successful people yeah, yeah. the diehards will come whatever yeah I mean you know Saturday the official attendance was 341 and it was a big game it was a massive massive football match and the the flow serve um, machine had worked hard all week to make sure everybody knew about it yeah but Newark still got 60, 70, 80, 90 or depending on who you listen to yeah even though FlowServe was a mile down down the road people will come out and watch yeah it's, it's just um, you know well done to Ipswich Town but if if Newark FlowServe were up at that level of football we'd have that sort of away support as well you know next season i mean i'm, I'm not going to get carried away with flow serve so i'm going to say flow serve are, are, will be playing my guess is united counties league step five next season because the fa know they made a mess of it if newark get into step six that could quite conceivably be the united county step six whoever gets this because there won't be east midlands counties next season because a good little league like that the fa decided they don't want it anymore um, which is absolute crying shame because it's all your local derbies out of the window. Mm. Um, it's just too probably good to even contemplate. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I'm really looking forward to uh, going down to the Newark town in about five minutes. And then, and, 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 <laughs> clock, right? Yeah, it's up there, look, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you a very good joke about a camel. It can but, go now, yeah, <laughs> yes, I know, Doug, it can, it can go now, you're, you're right, yes. <laughs> but, but but basically, you know, the, the, the fact that Newark Flowserve and Newark Town are doing so well and getting such great support is, is a tremendous credit to the people of Newark. And then you can get, you go down to the rugby club on Saturday afternoon there'll be another two three hundred watching the rugby yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 the, 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 the town is a sporting hotbed and if you provide success you know th th they will follow it and the amount of people at FlowServe during the winter when I'm wearing my FlowServe scarf the amount of young kids who say where do you get them mate you know they're, they're wanting to wear the colours as well 
which is which is you know gobsmacking. So where did he get your flow save scarf from? It's a Dundee United scarf there I got you off go, eBay. You see. <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> Absolutely unbelievable. <laughs> Next um week, um talking of organisations, we've got uh, Alexis and the gang coming in from Active for today because we are building up to sports awards season. Um, so Alexis and um, the gang are, are going to come and see us. And a very good friend of this show is coming in on um, Wednesday night, I think, to talk about the Rugby World Cup, which gets underway at the weekend. Mr Wildman, it gets underway on Friday. On the Friday. Op- the opening ceremony is uh, 10.25 f- and the first game kicks off at 11.15. Well, Rob, Rob's coming in on, on next Wednesday with I hope the... he's coming in to explain why Scotland are going to win it. Mm, it would shock me if, the, if, if Scotland was his suggestion. Um, well, I'll be wearing my Scotland shirt on Wednesday. I hope he comes in his England one. I'm sure he probably will. Um, <laughs> but that starts on when... That starts, as you say, on Friday. Rob, Friday. Rob, Rob is coming in on Wednesday night and he's going to talk all, all things... All things World Cup rugby. So we're looking forward again to um, the to trouble, next week. The trouble is, it's in Japan, so a lot of the kickoff times clash with my lollipopping in the morning. My heart bleeds, <laughs> Tony. You're out there for twenty minutes. Hey, thirty minutes in the morning, love. You know, it's only twenty in the afternoon. Unbelievable. If you get it right, <laughs> if you get it right, you can lollipop in the half-time interval. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> Pitch side Dave's back with us tomorrow night. He, he, he wasn't here last week, and, and our condolences to Dave and his family with the bereavement that they have they have had. But he, he's all being well. He's back with us um, tomorrow night when um, our famous four, because the famous four does seem to be concentrating people's minds at the moment. Well, what is it tomorrow night? It's um, the best, the top four English football managers. So that's Don Revy and three others, right? Okay. So, um, do tune in tomorrow night because there will be an argument. <laughs> uh, this argument will start at about five past seven and rumble on until the end of the show. Absolutely cast iron guaranteed. Uh, because I know who's won it before we've even started talking about it. I'd just like it. to say uh, goodbye to everybody now because you won't be hearing much of me tomorrow night because Mick will have a my fader. Exactly. Kenny Dalgleish won the best Scottish footballer ever to play in the top flight we pick ours and then i put it out to you on twitter to go to a vote right and i put it out last week and absolute fair and square between Cantona and the great dennis burkamp and at the end of it and thank you for all those that voted and there's a lot that voted they both ended up on 38 percent each so we still can't cut between the thug that Cantona is and the great footballer <laughs> that Dennis Burkamp is to be the, the best 